0: Oh my god, that's sad but true. Oh
1: my god. That's sad but true. Oh my god. That's... Oh my god. That's All right. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Sad But True. It is Fuck It Friday, and we are your hosts, Lori and Krista. And here we are. Um, Today, we are going to try to discuss something more serious, like on a more serious note. Um, But it's going to be difficult.
2: Because sister's here and she likes to fucking. So else. I, okay,
0: hold we on. Have we do have you, a guest. We have a guest. <laughs> <laughs> we have a guest. Jesse, stop sucking your <laughs> sucker like
2: that. I
1: thought you said thumb. <laughs> I mean,
2: it could be. That's why <laughs> I was I do like. Suck my thumb, so I know, know not, you do. I'm not bored, so. Okay. Okay, I know. so. <laughs> totally the sucker.
1: Anyways. Do you want me to put it down my throat? Will
2: I help you? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Again, this is a serious. Um, <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, let me properly introduce her. I don't know how far we're gonna get through this, but anyways. This is Jessie, a.k.a. Messy Jessie. What's up, bitches?
1: Messy Jessie. Messy Jessie. So, she's here today because we're going to be talking about domestic abuse, okay? Everyone, just hold on to your seats, okay? (laughs) And the reason we have Jessie here is because she is going through it now. She's gone through it 10 years ago. 14. Sorry, 14 years ago. She's going through it now still... And he's not even in the same state. Jesse, how is he um, abusing you now, even though he's not in the same state as you? Uh,
2: through emails, through video. How many emails uh, do you think you get a day? through our children, um, also. Alana? So, yeah.
1: Yeah. So, um, Alana's her oldest daughter. Um, she's 11. Eleven. Mm-hmm. And he calls her on her phone, because she has her own phone. But um, how many emails do you get a day from him?
2: Oh, it starts. I don't even think he sleeps. To be honest <laughs> with you, because I swear to God, it starts at midnight and it doesn't stop till midnight. Oh. Um, and it's all day every day, and it's always the same same shit all day long. Um, name calling, bashing, and um, not only
1: that, he changes his email address, yes, right? Because you block it.
2: Several emails over and over again. And um, before I changed my number, it was he was using those apps. To change his phone numbers.
1: Yeah, like a WhatsApp or something. Yeah, something shady. Like that. So that's so bad that you have to actually talk to a detective like constantly and you have to give them the recordings, you have to provide them with everything. They get emails, they, they
2: get messages, they get the uh, voicemails, they get all of it um, because they're still looking for him because he's living in his truck wow. and um, he's in a different state but yet he is still haunting me, so.
1: So, and you guys have been broken up for how long, do you think? Two years. Two Almost years. two years. Two years, and they do have, like, four kids together. Um, they had their first child together, um, passed away at three weeks, um, so they have that connection as well, but how, how are you able to just Torture somebody for so long, like I don't understand. So So, that's why we wanted to talk about that today because it's something me and Krista went through personally, right? Um, not only emotionally, but physically, mentally, all of it. Um, so yeah, I think it's important
0: to not use it as a crutch, but just let people know our background, our experience, the stuff.
1: Well, that just to w- let people know it's okay to talk about it. Right. You don't have to hide. You don't have to be secretive about it because that's There's how people... There's be ashamed of. No. No. The only reason you feel ashamed is because the person you're with that is abusing you is making you feel like you should be ashamed for discussing it because they don't want anyone to know. And um, honestly, I always say this, if
0: it wasn't for Lori and for her probably to me like us leaning on each other we -hmm. probably wouldn't have been as strong or got through
1: it got together yeah because we we both got through our abusive relationships mine was only i was only with him for like three years but krista was with hers for 10 years 10 years and and mine wasn't as extensive um so i was with mine for 10 years
0: and i was first with him when i was 16 and the first time he ever hit me, I just turned 17 at one of his family functions, and no one said anything. People knew. It was they knew, everybody yeah. went home, but there were still some people there. And um but obviously yeah, even the it. cops showed up and I was so young and dumb at the time and I denied it. I had this big old <sighs> mark. I, he busted my lip pretty bad wow. and I basically it was just like oh no like I I don't know what excuse I gave it's probably something dumb but I was so young and just thought I was in love and wanted to believe it's that
2: because we, we, we strongly strongly believe that the man that we want to love is in there and that he's going to change he's going to love me or the he's going to be I want him to love me one he's going to revert back so to. so I'm, I'm just going to stick it out because yeah. this, you know he's not the like sweet this guy all will time. come back yeah
1: yeah and I didn't even know that about Krista when I first met her because she was she was 21, right, when we first met, and we worked together. Um, and she came to work one day and just had two black eyes, and I was like, "What <laughs> happened?" She's like, "I fell down the stairs," and I was like, I'm <laughs> "I not don't remember. have an excuse. I've tried that excuse before." No, and what happened is the day before we all went out to lunch, me, Krista, and a friend, a guy friend, okay. Um, We all went to lunch together and we took a picture in my car. And I posted it on Facebook. And because I posted it, she got her ass beat. Mm -hmm. And I was like, no, there's something else going on. She never told me. Never told me. But she was gone for like two days one time. And I went to her fucking house. And I was like worried about her. (laughs) I was scared.
0: (laughs) I remember that. Um, No, I think it was just it's hard to come out and tell people that I, I didn't trust anybody for one. Um, two, it's embarrassing,
2: super embarrassing. Yeah. So
0: embarrassing. And then at the time I didn't realize, but now I realize like there's so much pattern of women going back so many times. It's like people get tired, of seeing you suffer like they make dumb excuses as to like oh there were so many people in Laura you know this like why does she keep going back and yeah. why this and why
1: that I heard that a lot like my uh, friends would be like oh why do you still try to help her and I'm like because I'll never stop not helping her like I'll always help her it's just something if you're not in that position you
0: don't understand right? because it wears on you mentally the
1: most, and, and it's a manipulative thing, too, that they manipulate you into, like, coercing you back to them every time. And,
2: and making you believe that they're the only ones that's ever going to love you.
1: Exactly. They make you feel ugly. They make you feel like you're nothing, that no one could ever love someone like you. And so you just stay, unfortunately.
0: I didn't even call the cops on him until probably, like, the last... Two, three times, he, like, started wailing on me, and I had put up with it for ten years, and I only called the cops on him the last three times, because I just couldn't do it anymore, and...
1: Like, she was almost dying. Like, she came to work, my work, I was working, and she came to my work, and he just beat the shit out of her, and she drove there to me, and her head was, the back of her head was bleeding from him, like pushing her into the fireplace and she hit her head like on the corner and it was bleeding I was like Krista you need to go to the hospital like you can have a concussion like there could be something wrong she had her face was all like misshaped because it was swollen uh she had bruises all over her it was like very alarming for me to see her in that position because if she didn't leave like he could have killed her like it could have been time that he did that, he could have killed her.
0: Yeah, and I'm not going to go into too much detail on, like, exactly everything that happened physically. But it's just basically for us to kind of talk about, you know, our lives aren't perfect and the shit that we've been through and why we are the way that we are. <laughs> because, mm-hmm. you know, it really did build us as characters. And so...
1: And it also made us um, braver because we had each other to go through this. Like once she actually got away from him, we made a post. And I I wrote on her with red lipstick. And she still had a black eye at that time. The black eye was real. (laughs) It was real.
0: No, I didn't even (laughs) care. So this is the best part. The best like ending to that relationship or time was that the very last last time that i ever allowed him to put his hands on me or whatever happened at at that instance um i was just totally messed up like i had a black eye for like three months huh yeah
1: and it was My like blood, blood vessels
0: were like all shot but i was like determined to just be like you know fuck this he got arrested that time yes. and thank god for covid i always yes. say that covid was a shitty time but covid but. Save my yes, save my ass. because yes. <laughs> it kept him in jail longer, and it of, forced
1: her to like stay yes. away from him for months.
0: I was like going on Tinder dates with a fucked up eye. We would go hiking would go every out. morning. Like I
1: didn't care. Mm-hmm. I didn't give a
0: shit about my black eye. I was
2: like, let's go out.
0: Like it was people fun.
2: also need to know too that that there's also those uh, men out there or women that abuse their loved ones, so they'd say, um, and it's hidden. And it's hidden to the point where they never touch you on your face. No, they'll they'll touch, they'll grab you by your
1: arms or punch you in the stomach or the ribs.
2: My ex used to do that shit all the time and you would never see the bruises or the scratches or anything on me. So it was easier for me to hide it Mm -hmm. and keep it Mm -hmm. from my family and my friends and everybody. Because one, I didn't want anybody to know that he was doing that shit to me. And two, he was working in my head more than he was physically that I got to the point where I was over 300 pounds. So who would want me? That was me, not
0: 300 pounds, but I had gained weight because I wanted to go to the gym, like, so bad,
2: and he just wouldn't let me go, or he would mm-hmm. just...
1: Make you feel guilty, or... Nobody
2: can do anything about it but you. That's what he used to tell me all the time. But I'm just like, but then when I go, it's a problem.
1: hmm Well, I just remember, <laughs> like starting to go to the gym and actually feeling better about myself and it kind of helped push me away from
0: well Lori why don't you like give us a summary of your experience because we all have like different, different experiences completely
1: different because mine was not so much violent like it started getting a little bit towards the end um, but mine was more of a mental abuse and manipulation and Um, he had the craziest insecurities I've never witnessed in my life. Like the first time he ever met my friends, uh, there was a big group of us and we were all watching, you know, the fights and he drank a bunch of wine. So he was going to nursing school and like, he was very like, you know, stressed about his exam coming up. So he drank a whole bottle of wine before we went and he was nervous about meeting my friends. So we get there and he's already drunk and, um, you know he's pumped up because they're watching the fights and he's also like he's into martial arts so he did jujitsu and all that shit and
2: he's hanging out with my ex too oh yeah john, was like, there too. yeah john was there too
1: Damn. oh he got along with my ex also and jesse's ex as well so
0: yeah. and nobody That's, ever got along with him nope. ever except for them yes well. <laughs> they still talk <laughs> they
1: They'd still, still talk now
2: yeah they do yeah, yeah. they do john wow. was gonna move in with him
1: no, nah, yeah. That's
2: serious. So oh
1: we all were at my friend's house, and we were all drinking, having a good time. We were standing in a circle, and um, my ex walks in the middle of the circle and is like, <laughs> "I need to work out," and he starts doing one-legged <laughs> pistols <laughs> like right in the middle of the group of people, and <laughs> the we're just story like, is "So funny, but it's so it's bad." It's so it's true though. So he kicked that
2: shake so hard,
1: <laughs> bro. <laughs> so after that, we're all just like, "All right, man." Like. So, after he does his legged, one-legged pistols, he's, like, showing off that he can do a one-legged pistol. Um, out of nowhere, in the middle of the circle, he just does a backspin spin kick and just kicks one of the my shit friends... out of this girl. ...in the stomach, and she was a bigger girl, so it, like, made a slap noise, and it just... <laughs> And this motherfucker, I was shocked. I was shocked. I was like, what do I do? I don't even know what to do. You're like, are you going to apologize? And he was like. I said, what what just happened? He was like, no contact. (laughs) We're like, what? Like, everyone heard the contact. Like, we saw it. She fell back. It wasn't from your air foot. It was from your foot foot. Like.
2: He gave zero fucks.
1: Dude, and he just sat down on the couch. And he laughed. And everyone was just staring, and I was like, get your ass up. We're, we're leaving. We're fucking leaving. We're fucking leaving. And I, w- I did break up with him on the way home, but the next day we were supposed to be going to New York. I've never been to New York. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> That's her excuse. I'm sorry. never been I to didn't, New York. I'm I didn't going know to know New York. To think. Fuck it. I, I did not have enough time to process what just happened, and I was so embarrassed, and I was like, why did he do that? Cause why? He's
0: psycho. It's so funny because Lori can't, I can't stand him either but Lori can't stand him and I'll always go with her to drop off and like pick up her daughter because they have like shared custody and
2: she makes me get
1: out of the car. I do. I sit in the car and I'm like. Or she a- sits at home and she'll send
2: my ass to go get her. She sends yeah. me too yeah. she has. I'll but I'll it's like I'm not going sure. I'll let him know y'all are coming.
1: I'm like seriously okay. though on the way home from that night I was like why did you do that and he was like your friends just don't know what it's like to be around an athlete. <laughs> <laughs> like, this is real shit that he would say.
0: Oh, I know. I remember... We just, like, make fun of him so hard now, but... I had it was no so idea weird. that he was that weird until I started coming around him more. And, like, I knew there was something wrong with him when he was getting along with my ex so hard, like... Yeah, for real. And John.
1: And John, yeah.
2: Jesus Christ. Him and John were, like, butt buddies. So,
0: I just have a comment to make... There were so many people that, like, saw the physical side mm-hmm. abuse that were either close to him or close to me or whatever, and it's so, it shocks my mind how many people don't do it They anything. just turn
1: their heads and act like nothing happened or that they don't see it, or... I
0: understand minding your business, but when someone is physically, like, getting abused like really Hurts. bad
1: yeah and you can tell like
0: it's not like innocent bystanders
2: they're like family
1: yeah people that know that he's violent people that know that he has a temper and that he's
2: well you have to think about being in their shoes too i mean you kept going back to him so i mean it didn't matter if they said something or not you were still going to be there with or them. so like that's the time how they were looking at it where
1: like i called him out you know and then you got mad yeah Yeah. oh yeah you would have
2: you would have had his back but I used to
1: lash out on my friends or
0: like people that would try to like challenge me on it all the Mm -hmm. time because I would get defensive because I knew that they were right and I wanted to leave and I wanted to do you know right by me and my kids but Um, it was
1: harder than that it was more than that
0: it was more complicated than that my brain was totally brainwashed into thinking
1: and you know what's funny is you didn't even need him like, you would have been better off without him. Like, you didn't need him for support. You didn't need him for fatherly figure, nothing, because all he did was cause more heartache and more stress. That's and how more... it was
2: with me, too. Yeah. Like, every time I get away, I do better, and yeah. then I always take him back, and yeah. then I'm back to the shitty position. And like, Krista
1: then... would always take care of all the bills. Same. She would always take care of everything and Same. have to, like hide money from, essentially, because yep. he would, like, try to take money from electric that they need, or water, to go get hired, do whatever. So... Same.
0: That was another thing. He was a bad drug addict towards the end.
2: But my I... Mine and I begged him to stop. Begged him to stop. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I'm no saint. I was oh. doing it with him before I got pregnant, I'm not gonna lie. I was, like, but a then I got home pregnant, rehab at right? one point. And then I For got real. pregnant with my youngest, and that's where stuff turned to the worst um mm-hmm. he started putting his hands on me hardcore he wasn't acknowledging the pregnancy at all um he didn't care about the ultrasounds he didn't care about the testing he didn't care about any of it and i mean the baby already had a hole in her heart and sh- i almost lost her in the beginning and then but when all it of came sudden, to you saying
1: something about it he was all about her
2: after i had yeah, her yeah i know
1: yeah. yeah or how you said that he would like try to turn the kids against you always Like, try to hide his abuse in front of the kids. Especially my oldest,
2: because she was in the room the last time. Yeah. And he was squeezing the crap out of me to the point where I couldn't breathe. Mm -hmm. And, I mean, he left bruises on my arms from doing this. And he's like, will you just stop freaking out? I'm just trying to give you a hug. So now my 9-year-old at the time is yelling at me saying, Mom, just stop. Mom,
1: just stop. So, yeah. Yeah. So um, that's another thing, too, is how they try to mask it and make it seem like they're not doing anything. That
0: word. Yeah, she just made it I, So point.
1: we want to make sure, like, Kinda if like anyone's moist. listening... <laughs> Stop. That's a weird word. <laughs> if anyone's listening and, you know, maybe you're afraid to say something or maybe, like, you just don't have the, the support to get help, we have resources that we um, found to be very useful um, and accredited. Please,
2: please, please reach out. Or at um, least research it. It even
1: says, like, when I was on the website, it was like, if you feel in danger because you're looking at this website, just click on this. And it has a huge like, orange button where you can click on it, and it will completely remove it from your browsing history. So, not just take it off the screen, but remove it from your browsing history. So, um, it's the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence. Um, the number, if you're in a crisis or there's an emergency, um, there's a violent, a domestic violence hotline, and we'll also post this on all of our social medias. Um, that way you can have it there too. Um, the hotline though is 1-800-799-SAFE, which is 7233. Or there's the website. It's thehotline.org. So just remember those if you have any you know, thing that you want to talk about or anything that you need help with, definitely reach out, talk to somebody, um, get all the support you can get because it's hard. Like even with all the support that you do have, like, it's still really hard.
2: Staying because you have children together is not okay. Staying because you're scared to leave, still not okay. Because your kids see that. Staying because you are financially not stable or married. to take care of yourself, still not okay. There's always resources and there's always people out there that will be willing to help you get on your feet. There's shelters. You don't have to stay.
1: Right.
0: There were so many, when you say kids, there were so many times and I feel so guilty about it. My son is, he'll be 11 uh, this month. My daughter was really little, so she wasn't as like affected as he was, but He saw everything and he heard everything and he was so scared and worried for me. Anytime that our voices were raised, he would come running out of the room just to make sure mama was okay.
1: Because he wouldn't hurt you if he was there. Right, right in front of you. And he knew that.
0: Oh yeah. And as soon as that little boy would walk back to his room, I mean, it would start again. But it's just the burden that you leave on your kids and it's
2: just,
1: I but it's not a burden. Mine Don't feel care. guilty. Mine
2: did it in front of the children, so
1: he because not care.
0: Every now and then he did, but the bad, bad ones, because there were times where he would just raise his voice and talk the worst shit to me in front of the kids and, you know, in the car, whatever. But there were times where he would just wail on me, beat the living shit out of me. Those times were when the kids were at school or with my mom or when they were asleep it just
1: but you know what they see though they see that you left they see like the person that you've become from that and how much stronger you are and how you don't have to be in a relationship like that and that's what they're gonna absorb the most
2: and just know that it's not worth it to stay just because of your kids. Because no. that's on you right now. Your kids see it. Your kids are living it. They're also going to suffer from it. And my they're going to My daughter has continue. to go to counseling. She's yes. in medication now. She's having trouble in school. She's having nightmares because she saw the last fight we got into. And I was seven months pregnant. And this time, he was on top of me, beating the crap out of me. And I almost lost my baby because of it. And she was mm-hmm. in the room yelling at her dad to get off of me. So... She saw that. She remembers that. She brings it up all the time, but she still wants to talk to her dad because she loves her dad. It's well, a yeah. weird
1: relationship.
0: It's well, weird. My daughter thinks her dad is just a saint, but she doesn't remember. She was so little,
1: and they won't, especially with her. And that's I don't. There.
0: It's harder
2: for our older ones. You know mm-hmm. what I mean. Yeah, my younger ones have no idea what happened. Even, I mean, I have another one that's nine now, and I mean, he saw that stuff too, but he's autistic, and he didn't really understand what was going on. He it, yeah. hasn't processed any of it. All he knows is that we were a family at one point, and now we're not. And that's is what my daughter. Says. My daughter,
0: too. I had a conversation with her maybe a couple months ago, and she's still thought that we were going to be together and that daddy was going to come home and take care of us and I had to explain to her and I I told her you know daddy wasn't very nice to me that's why you know I don't love him anymore and I'm like it's okay and mm-hmm. she kind of understands but she doesn't see all the bad shit like how my son did my son I he saw so much and
1: but he will definitely learn from that just because he's seen you get through it and out of it and grow from it and become a stronger person so and to anybody that needs help
0: the best thing that helped me was just manifesting and I used to like I don't care what your religion or if you believe in God or not I do um I used to pray all the time and I knew Mm -hmm. that I was gonna leave I just didn't know when
1: or when you'd be strong enough. Right.
0: So I would pray and I'd be like, God, I know I'm going to leave. I know I'm going to leave. I definitely said I wanted to do it before I was 30 and I did. Thank mm-hmm. God. Um, yes. Cause that's less years wasted, but just
1: manifest it. And well also like how we did with you after we made that post that said, you know, stop the silence, you know about domestic abuse awareness and showing her bruises and that she's gonna talk about it and she's gonna express it she got threats like death Mm -hmm. threats he came to my house like threatened me because I'm the one that posted it but guess what he couldn't touch her he couldn't touch anybody and neither could his family anyone that was threatening her because it was out there
0: Yeah. His family was like threatening me to take it down. I had so much support. And the only reason why I did that really was because I don't like telling people my business, but he was just going around and everybody was just like, oh, you're a whore. And like, I want to leave because I want to party and go out and be with guys. And that was not it.
1: And not only that, they
0: looked at him like he was just a saint because he was so fake.
1: I felt like, though, after you did that post, there was no turning back. And that was your breaking point where it was like, all right, for real, there's no way I would go back to that because you leveled up at that moment.
0: Yeah. And I ended up taking that post down and I don't ever talk about it to people anymore just because it's a whole different part of my life. I live a totally different life now. Right. I have new problems i'm just kidding um
1: sad but true sad but true i have
0: new problems but i just
1: but you leveled up in life you're not living day to day you know in fear and fight or flight i
0: I went from having complete control to no control so if you can imagine
1: she's like what do i do now (laughs)
0: like just got in trouble a lot no i'm just kidding um no but it's true. I, I don't talk about it anymore because I've come to terms with it and it's made me who I am. And I'm really not a victim. No. Nope. Like, we make fun of me now. And I make we, fun of Lori. Yeah, exactly. And we all make fun of each other for all the shit that we've gone through because it's... I just make fun of the stuff that he says to me. Oh, oh. yeah.
2: We make fun of all of them Jesse's together. Jesse still he, deals with it I every single it. day. Jesse still deals but with I'm it. But I'm still dealing with the PTSD and all that stuff from it, too. Yeah. Because, I mean, like, he stalked me for seven months or so before he finally dipped town because the cops were looking for him and
1: and he didn't Yeah but to the last time he beat the shit out of you in front of Circle K like she lost her job because of it because she because my, she was yeah. scared. Yeah. And I, Krista too. Krista lost her job one time. More than one job. Oh, yeah, jobs uh.
2: <laughs> but he would literally call my job every single day mm-hmm. over and over and over again and it got to the point where my boss would just say after 6 p.m nobody answers the phone because it was always john <sighs> and then it got to the point where he was like driving through the parking lot revving his engine and leaving and That's then so disgusting i mean there were several times i was on the shift by myself and i would have to lock the door and hide in the back because he was in the parking lot just sitting there that's For what scary. reason? No reason at all. I had a restraining order him. I would call then the cops. Then it didn't do anything. I called the cops every time he showed up to my job. Mm-hmm. I would call the cops every time he called, every time he texted me. I mean, he has so many cases open right now that it's ridiculous mm-hmm. because of all of the times that he went against the restraining order. Well, I feel like they
1: don't. Inf- how are they able to enforce they that? They don't. They, they really and don't. And not only that, like, cause me and Jesse have are your a own stepsister. Protection. There's
2: nothing else you can do about it. Like, right. We're, we we have of a. That paper isn't gonna do shit. No, it doesn't do anything.
1: But me and Jesse have a stepsister who her aunt actually was murdered by. Her in ex, front of their kids in front their of her kids, kids. yeah and it was his kids too he went past his restraining order and shot her like in front of the kids and that little girl had to finish high school and they begged the next him
2: not to hurt her begged
1: and it, it goes way deeper than that yeah. i mean she had a a case and actually went to court because he hurt her really bad previously mm-hmm. And they put him in jail for like a day and then called it, called it even. That's like, how
2: mine's been. It's oh horrible. My,
1: yeah. So there were so many times that he went to
0: jail and, um, they were just the really, they're yeah. out the next day or yeah, the that, same
1: day even. And then they
2: tell them the you're not allowed to go day. back to the spot. You're not allowed to have contact with the victim, mm-hmm. blah, 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 blah. And guess what? Guess what guys? They always go back. Mm-hmm. Always.
0: There's they show definitely up. wrong with, with our system and.
2: They need to do better. They do need to do better, and it's... And because of it, there's the, the percentage on women that have died over the last few years has, has gone up.
1: It's gone up, up 42%, according to the NCADV, which is the National Coalition Against Domestic Violence. Um, Especially we looked in, up in some the state st- of Arizona. Yeah, we looked up, up some much. statistics just so that way we could like talk about them. Um, it even says nineteen percent of intimate partner violence involves a weapon. Yep. So after they get a restraining, a restraining order, order, they're not even
2: supposed to have a weapon, they're, they're not those in. But, but they're what? not following up on it because no. it, it's hard it to it says on there that the judges don't even have to do that. So They why don't have to enforce law? it? They don't have to go and make sure that they turn their weapons in. They're just supposed to expect them to do it. Like what?
1: It says here, um, there were 96 domestic violence-related deaths in Arizona in 2019.
2: Yeah, and it's gone up since then. Oh
1: yeah, absolutely. Especially during COVID, it's I said can't even imagine.
2: It's 26 over the last couple years, right?
1: Um, it was 46. 46. percent, percent. That's so can almost half. So you imagine half.
2: 96 women died that year, and then 42 you add that were I'm reported sorry. correctly. Right. Correct. And then you add that 40.
1: And it 70%. says sixty-five percent of all murder suicides involve an intimate partner. Yep. Ninety-six percent of the victims of these crimes are female. So, don't, don't like wait.
2: Please don't. To stay. get away,
1: like if if you're literally getting your ass beat, it's gonna get worse and worse. And it the doesn't longer have it goes. to be
2: physical, it can just be mental, because it gets to the point where you don't even oh, live anymore, and then you take your own yeah. life. Yeah, well, the
0: mental part's the reason why you don't leave, it's not the physical shit, like, I would rather get my ass beat than the mental...
1: Abuse. ...fuck,
0: like, fuckery that was going on in my oh, head, yeah. and talking about, like, PTSD you know there's lots of things there's an aftermath after you go through stuff like that
1: because you have to catch up your mind has to catch up your body has to catch up because it's in fight or flight mode and it's not it's not absorbing everything that's going on with you right then and there but when it's all said and done you still have to deal with the aftermath of it because you have to recover from it you have to realize what you went through and you have to heal
0: there are times when I'm sleeping in a deep sleep and I'll have dreams still of him with his hands around my neck and then I'll just get scared and wake up. But it hap not a lot, but there are times, you know, it happens a couple times a year or whatever. Like it just happened to me recently actually.
1: Mm -hmm. Um, where she had a nightmare,
0: (laughs) (laughs) but I mean, it really just kind of, Stays in the back of your mind. I don't know. It's weird. like
2: well, I can't hear a loud truck or see a red truck that's the same brand as his without having to pull over or my heart racing or thinking I that start he's crying here. just thinking that it, he's back in town. Because just the,
1: the other couple weeks ago. He sent like a Snapchat or something of his location, oh, like no, here. It was an
2: email, and he, it was it was screenshot saying was, that yeah. he was here, and he said you better be you better be ready to eat some lead, bitch, or something yeah, like that, like and threatening
1: her that he was gonna come shoot her. So, um, my mom was calling me, like just... <laughs> on a positive note
0: because this is a comedic podcast, but we do talk about real shit, our real experiences, things that people need to talk about that maybe.
1: Are hush, afraid hush. of yes.
0: Um, domestic violence, mental, physical, whatever you want to call it, sexual uh, abuse,
1: all of it. It's it's shamed to be.
0: It's definitely shamed. Yes. I we don't think, have
1: time to talk about that today. I know we don't. No, but we don't have
0: time to bore you with our stories of life. We just wanted to give you a summary, and the point is, um, we have information listed yes. to, and we will
1: post it as well. Um, like I previously said, thehotline.org. dot and again, the number is 1 eight hundred seven nine nine SAFE.
0: And we'll list this in
1: the description of yes. our post.
0: Um, we're going to close with, like Lori said, funny, happy questions.
1: A little bit of
0: oh, Lord. happy what ending. What do you want? <laughs> so. Jesse, I sent you the link. We're gonna Open ask your you're allowed to use your phone I now. Can touch my phone we now. made Wait. Jessie not touch her phone because she was being inappropriate. She's with super it. ornery. It
2: is not inappropriate to have sex videos. Like what?
0: Not while <laughs> we're recording our podcast.
1: She's <laughs> super ornery. Ornery. You
2: mean horny? Of that. Twenty-four-seven. Stop. Where's your
0: phone? <laughs> okay, There's I'll no start.
1: This I'll start
0: since I'm the only one that's prepared. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Of the people in this room, <laughs> who do you want to trade lives with? Neither. <laughs> She's like, I love
2: my life. <laughs> but I don't want either one of y'all's lives. <laughs> you know how many fuckboys I got?
1: <laughs> no, I'm good. Okay, let's She's move not... on. I'm a, let's move on. Next. I'm going to go next. Where you going to I'm going to ask both of you. Okay. It's, have you ever peed in a pool? Yes. Of course. Duh. Lori and Jesse, for we their majority. They we were born here.
0: They were born here, but lived the majority of their adolescent years <laughs> in fucking Oklahoma. So. Bumfuck
1: middle of nowhere. Trees and, and cows. And I'm a city
0: girl, obviously. Can you hear me fucking talk? <laughs> Everybody makes fun of how oh I talk. My God. I grew up with <laughs> lots of white Mormons. Her, but- it's fine. <laughs> well, but I will kick your ass. Don't be fooled.
2: For
1: real. We don't play.
2: <laughs> okay, Justin, you're up. Right. Have you ever walked in on your parents having sex Oh God no God. Thank God
1: no. We got we some did. <laughs> No, we didn't walk in. We lived in this we really lived in old that damn house
2: peak hole. It's called so like a key. In
1: Oklahoma hole. when we moved there, when my parents our parents first got married, okay? It was traumatizing. But anyways Extremely. we lived in a really old house that had the keyholes that were like
2: it's a very very old house guys
1: you know the keyholes that are like a circle on top and then a down a square you yeah. know what i mean so
2: yeah we know what you
1: we mean. we were like it was I the do, middle of the it. day it was the middle of the day we
2: were all playing outside and shit we went in to get a drink or something we were like mom make us some kool and, no, and nobody was answering us so of course we looked in the are gonna walk looked back in the room. keyhole they're making weird noises so we looked in that keyhole
1: traumatized
2: i'm not gonna tell y'all what i saw my mom doing but it was I, not
1: okay I never looked at a cowboy hat the same. <laughs> oh, real, <for> real. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. So, we're going to end it with that.
2: Wait, wait, wait. wait! I got one oh. more question. Oh, geez. Never no mind. One more question. Okay, who's this for? And Both of us? Both of y'all. What's <laughs> your guilty pleasure? Candy. <laughs> <laughs> Candy. God. Chocolate. <laughs> I'm trying to think. Mine is dick. Oh, shit. <laughs> I had to say it like that.
0: Messy and dressy, at it again. Um, You didn't answer. I know, I'm trying to think. Uh, I know. What?
1: Taking pictures. Oh, she's right. (laughs) You're like, I'm having a bad day. I'm going to go fix my hair and my makeup. So you take pictures. (laughs) That's so true. It is so true. She does it all the time. Sad but true. It doesn't matter if
2: she's driving or if she's just sitting on the couch, (laughs) she's taking pictures of herself
0: that's so true i'm not a conceited person though okay no but she
2: walked past that mirror and she's like hmm, i don't brag about myself enough
1: hmm. <laughs> not even no, <laughs> no totally like, not. she she looks at herself in the mirror and she's like oh my god look at all my rolls. <laughs> 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 thank you jesse for uh coming Joining. to our podcast our very first guest ever <laughs> ever hopefully I,
2: I ruined the guest for them
1: she might have who On, knows only we'll- only you She's only allowed. Back.
2: She's the only one oh, allowed I'll to do back. that. I know. I'm gonna
1: make rules for you next time. Oh <laughs> <laughs> I'll
2: just tell mom. Oh why?
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, anyways, again, follow us on our social medias. Um, we don't have a set schedule right now for releasing episodes. We're just winging the fuck out of it. But we're
1: trying to get a schedule and we're trying to have there's some. no schedule don't lie to them it took us <laughs> five hours to record
2: y'all ain't never followed a damn schedule I have I have, never I have. okay so I, uh, not recently so. y'all are everywhere you know
0: why because why? don't say m- both of us Oops. she's the only one that i'm hey. here at a time she tells me and but i'm like what? are we ready to record she's like yeah and then she's still and over then, here and all the five but guess hours what? later uh-huh
1: things happen things happen <laughs> do you guys want to deal with all the sound <laughs> do you, do do you so hear bad. how clear and nice we sound right that's, uh, yeah, yeah that's because of me you're welcome
0: Okay, again, I'm going to say the last fucking time. Thank you uh-huh. for showing up to the shit show. This is all sad but true. Sad but true. Um, follow us on social media. Uh, and yeah, we will see
2: you true. next time.